A huge piece that's come out of this is how my family and I communicate, how my wife and I communicate, how my six-year-old son and I communicate now. You know, it's, it's not a matter of, hey, this is the wrong thing to do, or you're not doing, or this is the right way to do it. It's the energy you put out, the energy you put out to the people around you, to the circumstances that you're facing is gonna be the energy in return. Superhuman Fathers Transformation Podcast. If you're listening to this, you're about to witness some of the most incredible transformations that have ever happened on the planet. And just by listening to this, you will be inspired to have your own transformation. If you're listening to this for the first time or you're one of the brothers in the brotherhood, go leave a review on the podcast and let the brother or member know how amazing they did and how incredible their transformation was. I'm Kyle Carnahan, founder of Superhuman Fathers, and not only am I going to change your life, I'm going to get you ripped as fuck. Seth is OG. Uh, he might be number one. I, I, I don't know, but um, he was like, before me. I would say, like, legit, not knowing him at all, straight cold, number one. Number one. Number one. And then, you know, I snuck in there, but he was a big inspiration to me because I was like, shoot. I got to get in on this, even though my brother had been talking about it for years, but he's my brother, right? And then I see Seth all shredded. And then he's, dude, he always pumped me up. And then I kind of got to feed off him. And then, like, his, he'd always talk about how many air squats he was doing and competing with everybody. And so uh, he's been in probably a little over a year or something. And yeah, a year and yeah. about a month. Yeah. Let's, let's go. And, um, yeah, Seth. Well, I'll just I'm gonna go through a little bit of your background, and I just want this guy is is he is superhuman father. I mean, this is it right here. So I'm sure we'll we'll get a few nuggets out of him. Um, no pressure, Seth. I'm not I'm not searching for anything. I actually, just want <laughs> I just want you I just want you to share your story, bro. That's it. But we'll kind of just get started, man. So what? First off, we'll just go way back, and what made you? join superhuman fathers in the first place yeah how'd so, that happen oh man it was um it was organic i didn't know kyle from anybody like uh like i said in kind of my uh my, my video i didn't know kyle from from adam i mean i'm all the way over here on the east coast north carolina and um i stumbled on kyle's um uh page through Instagram, um, just happened chance and started following and keeping up. And, um, you know, I was a dad of two. I had number three on the way, which was a total shocker, you know, the, the, the oopsie, oopsie baby. And um, I just, Kyle, every time I got on, he, man, it just, it just spoke to me. I mean, like to, to the core. And I, I, and I put it off, man. I, I just, kept putting it off, kept putting it off, kept denying it. And one morning, June 2nd is my rebirth day. June 2nd. Um, it was a couple days after Memorial weekend. I felt like absolute crap. I was hungover still off two days and I woke up and Kyle had something that morning and I, and I 
couldn't look at myself in the mirror with a straight face. And I picked up the phone call or I picked up the phone and called him immediately. And um, I remember I was, cause I was running my staff meeting. I was running my staff meeting with, with um, a dozen of my top folks and subconsciously in my head, I was going, you're an idiot, dude. Ain't nobody listening to you right now. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're an idiot. Like, you need to pick up the phone. You wrap this meeting up and you pick up the phone and you call. And I called Kyle and within the first few minutes, I mean, it was that, that bond, I, I, that, that'll go nowhere. Uh, I, I told Kyle this through the process and then after the process, um, you guys are as real as it gets. Um, I, <laughs> man, it's, I'm just getting started, dude. I'm already getting choked up. Um, you guys, let's have, go. <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm not this, I'm not the same person. Um, that, that bond with you guys, um, you know, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of a back step, um, in the way of, you know, active every single day, you know, through the channels, but I, I can't, you guys, it's, it's like, I want to come through the phone, just like, just give you guys a hug as much as I, as, as often as I can. So you guys literally were the hand that pulled me up out of the bottom of the hole. I was in a freaking hole, man. And that I, I'll never see it again. It's, it's a, it's another chapter that book closed. So, um, it's, it's just nothing but, but progression. It's nothing but progress every day. So, wow. Seth. And falling forward, you know, even when you're even the, the tough days, you know, we've talked about it before, Ryan, you know, we don't fall back. We fall forward. And, um, yeah, yeah. I always said, I always said, fail better, and you're like, that doesn't sound as good. Fall <laughs> forward sounds well, way better. <laughs> but I mean, I, I I owe it all to you guys. Uh, it's oh yeah. It's uh, well, let's it get spit. Well, let's let's get vulnerable a little bit. Let's get specifics in. In what aspect would you say if there's one or two aspects of your life that it directly affected? What would you say they are? How? And uh, what what benefits have you seen because of those changes? Um, accountability is the big piece. Um, holding myself accountable. Um, you know, you, people in general, myself included, will always say, oh, well, no, I'm, I'm going to do the right thing. I want to do the right thing. Well, of course. I mean, there's a small percentage of people that wake up every morning and go, I'm out to do the wrong thing everybody's intentions are good, but the accountability piece, you know, it, once I got, once I got a hold of that with myself and I thought I had my shit together, I, I really did. I thought I had my shit together. And once I started really opening up and being honest with myself, it changed the dynamic in the relationship with my wife immediately we started having conversations that were more open and honest. And we always thought we were honest with each other, right? Like we didn't hold anything back. Let's, let's, you know, let's no, no closed doors, no secrets. Well, there was things that I was doing where I was holding secrets and rationalizing things that may have made sense at the time. 
but we're self-serving and completely selfish. So, um, but I would rationalize in my head, no, this is okay. You know, we talk about, oh, you earned it. Yeah, no, you're okay. Yeah, you're good, man. They're fine. They're fine. Don't worry about it. Well, it's all fine and good until it's not fine and good. And until you start holding yourself accountable to every single decision that you make, if there's any piece of regret tied to it, throw it out the window. And once I did that, it completely changed 180 degrees. A paradigm shift was, was inevitable. It was going to happen. It was going to happen. So the accountability piece and, and holding myself to, to be 100% truthful is no matter how hard it was going to hurt. Thanks. No matter how hard it was going to hurt. I love that, dude. Okay. So now that you've been in the program a long time or been through the whole thing and actually gone through a couple uh, gains and cuts and many gains and many cuts, if you could tell yourself one thing when you were starting this program, giving one piece of advice, what, what would it be? Stop thinking and do. Stop thinking and do what your conscious and what your heart and what your gut is telling you to do. I do that now. I don't get it perfect all the time, but I follow that with 100% intention of listening to that voice and following that gut feeling every single time. And, you know, I was raised, I was very lucky to where, um, my dad always instilled in me, mm, you follow your gut and it'll never steer you wrong. One way or another, you'll learn from, from it, good or bad, but there's progress in that. And I thought I knew what that meant. Oh yeah, I'm following my gut. No, you're, you're taking, you're straddling the fence. When I stopped straddling the fence and actually stepped over and really listened to my gut, really followed my conscience, that was, it's, that's it. The trajectory totally changed. And listening to Kyle and having those conversations with Kyle, and man, it got dark. Dude, it got, it got dark. I tapped into another world that I didn't even realize existed that I had um, subconsciously been pushing in the back of my head, um, you know, with some depression um, that I was faking till you make it sort of deal um, coming, coming to terms with um, the unexpected death of my brother years ago and that I thought I had faced and never acknowledged. I never acknowledged the true pain that was really there and you cannot heal. I could not heal until I reached down and I ripped it out. I had to rip it out. And I, the world is a different place. The light is different. And again, it's the only thing I, I wish I would have done sooner, um, which I don't have regrets. It's just decisions that were made. Um, I just, I wish I would have decided to make that call earlier. 
I knew it was going to have an impact. I did not realize the extent of the impact. And I am eternally in debt for that. Where is in there? Wow. Um, there's something that you mentioned in there, and I kind of want to dig into it a, a little more because you talked about how you the sun shines a little a little brighter, a little oh. you know like there's a little, maybe a little pep in your step. What do you think that is? That works on. Like what? Per, what do you mean by that? You know, per, perception is reality. Hundred percent. Perception is reality. You can how you face anything is is the world you're going to live in. The a huge piece that's come out of this is how my family and I communicate, how my wife and I communicate how my six-year-old son and I communicate now, you know, it's, it's not a matter of, Hey, this is the wrong thing to do, or you're not doing, or this is the right way to do it. It's the energy you put out, the energy you put out to the people around you, to the circumstances that you're facing is going to be the energy in return. And it's, it's so funny. I was talking to Kyle the other day. I pulled my son out of jujitsu 10 minutes after being there. And we've, you know, we're only a few weeks into getting started with this. And he had a rough go at first. And I told him, I said, son, if you're not going to participate and if you're not going to have a good attitude, then we're, then we're going to have to leave. You're going to have to respect the coaches and you're going to have to respect the gym and the other people that are here to participate. And so when I pulled him out and it was, you know, a bit of a meltdown as a six-year-old is going to have, cause they're not getting their way now again, the next, that night when I got home from my class, the first thing he said to me was, Papa, I'm really sorry for the way, for my bad attitude. And I promise if I get to go back the next day, I'll be more positive and I'll be more respectful and I'll be more thankful. And it, it just, man, it tore, it tore me up. <laughs> I, Let's I, just, go. I, was, I was so beat down, like literally physically, I got beat the hell down. And I just like went down on my knee and just like gave him a big hug. I was just like, dude, it's okay. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to have bad attitudes, but we can fix it. We're, we're totally responsible for it and we can fix it. And, uh, so yeah, it's those conversations change. Um, and again, I think it's, that's, that's how the sun to me, man, that's how it shines brighter. I mean, it's, you, you wake up, you walk outside, you know, it's like today I looked at the weather cause it's rained here uh, the last couple of days. And, and uh, I said, Oh, is it going to rain on me in the morning when I try to work out? And I was like, Oh no, but it's going to be like a hundred and 105 index at like two thirty. And so I was like, okay, let's, let's see how it goes. Let's see how bad it can get. Cause it can't be that bad. It can't be that bad. It's, it's never that bad. So, um, but I'm a bit of a masochist to some degree. So, <laughs> um, this is true. Yeah, man. It's, um, perception is reality. And that's, that's, 
that's just the code that's that's been ingrained as this process moved moved on and uh man it's 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 tattooed deep so let's um, go okay i got one more for you and you might already touched on it a little bit but i always think this is kind of a fun one um regarding because this is a challenging program there's in this whole process there are moments that are very challenging what do you think was the most challenging part about the superhuman fathers program or this process for you and how did you overcome it so yeah i think um that's a very open-ended question because it is a process. Um, I mean, like we talk about, there is no end game. It is, it's, it's evolution and it's process of, of yourself. Um, there's, there's constant, there's always going to be something you can, you can work on. And I think that's one of the challenges in itself. You know, it's, I'm a big thing of, if I start getting too comfortable to put, make myself uncomfortable. I love, I love the idea and the concept of get comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, the most difficult part is, is really finding that level of discomfort, no matter what it is, emotionally, physically, um, you know, spiritually and what you're looking for. And recognizing it, man, and just, again, ripping it out, ripping it out. That's the hardest part because ego, just ego will get in the way. And ego, man, that's, to me, that's, that's one of the biggest negative forces on the planet is ego. And, um, and uh, you absolutely hundred percent need to celebrate everything that you're doing to the positive, but that ego, you have to keep in check. The second you feel like you got your shit figured out, the second you feel like you're dialed in, man, you ain't got, you ain't learned shit yet. You ain't learned a thing. And it's time to, it's time to get uncomfortable. So, you know, and it can be, it can literally be something as simple as, you know, I'm, I'm a habitual 3.30 to 4 o'clock every single morning, seven days a week. At three, I'm, I'm up and I'm, and I'm working out. doesn't matter. On vacation, 3.30 to 4 o'clock, up, working out. This morning when I felt like it was going to be too comfortable to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and do my workout, I pushed it later to get uncomfortable. And, you know, that's... It's one of those things where you, you can't, you're not going to be able to grow. You're not going to be able to grow in any way, shape, or form if you're constantly looking for, hey, I did it. Check me out. Look at me. I did it. Hey, guys, come look at it. I'm good. I figured it all out. I'm good. Until you, you have to constantly push, push the envelope in one way, shape, or form. You know, it's one thing that's really difficult for me is, is sitting down and applying my thoughts on paper, reading the first book I read since 
college and high school since college and high school was four and a half weeks after joining superhuman fathers. And now I read habitually every single morning. So I just, I mean, I, I get up and I'm, and I'm running. I'm like, Oh, Nope. I don't have time to sit. Don't have time to do that. Nope. Dude, you better make time. If you don't make time, there's a whole other side. There's a whole nother, whole nother part of you that you're potentially missing out on. So yeah, the biggest challenge for me with all this is, is just to constantly put myself in a position to where I'm going to have to make myself grow. I'm going to have to. I yeah, love it. <laughs> I love it, dude. It's always uncomfortable. It's always challenging. It never dude, ends. It sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it sucks so good. It's like, it, when I was messaging you about jujitsu, and I was like, and you and Kyle both, I was just telling both of you guys, like, dude, this is going to be so gnarly. Like, I get so claustrophobic. I just, I just emotionally, sometimes I like, like if somebody gets in my space, I'm just like, I get, I get a little funky. I know that about me. I'm trying to work on it. And, dude, it's the best thing ever. It's like the best. And the, and when I have to go at 530 in the afternoon, after I've already been up for 13 to 14 hours and then walk in the house after that and still put on guys, I'm here for you. What do you need? Like, like, like what just, dude, I mean, how, how fucking awesome is that? It's how the best, awesome is dude. That? <laughs> it's the best. It's the best to just know that there's another piece of threshold. There's another piece out there. And I don't know what it's going to be after this. I know it's going to be even more brutal, but that anticipation. Seth, man. Just, that's. I love this. I love it so much. It's such a massive concept in our philosophy. It's like if you're depressed or you feel like your life is meaningless or you're having those moments where you're like, you just feel blah, it's because you're too comfortable. That's it. Like, go fight a yeah. war. You, like, uh, uh, you're all here because you're warriors. Like, you have the warrior spirit. And when you're not using it, you're dying inside. And, and so there must be torture. Like you must go fight something and win. You must go hunt. Like you have to. And so Seth, like your day is hunting because you, you're up early. It hurts to get up. You go to the, you get your head right with your reading. You have ADD like I do. It's hard to sit down and like focused work and focused reading. Yeah hard it hurts and then you go to the gym and you just push it so hard to the point of anxiety that it actually kills the anxiety <laughs> and then then you go <laughs> tired to your job where you're serving people and being a real leader now because you're looking at them going i earned it this morning i earned the right to lead and speak and now you're throwing in jujitsu at the end of the day to just be like who does this like who what kind of human does this then you're so tired you get home you look in the mirror and you're just like man thank you to yourself you know like thanks for what you're doing like you're beautiful <laughs> you, you can't help but but just be thankful you really can't i mean yeah. it's it's a 
man, it's just, it's a beautiful life we lead. And it's, and it's, uh, every morning, man, and you, your feet hit the ground. And that's the first thing. I mean, I have a, I have a daily prayer that I say every morning before I even get out of the bathroom. And it's just a prayer of gratitude for my family, for the people around me. And I ask um, for the continued strength and blessing to be able to help the people around me in any way, shape or form that I'm, that I'm being called to help. And, and I don't know what that is entirely, but I do know the people around me, they, they need me and, and I need them, you know, it's, I mean, my, my kids and and my wife and my family. And I mean, that's, that's it, man. That's it. You throw all the bullshit away. That's it, dude. I mean, that's, there's nothing else. Seth, you bring up this, this really important point that we stress on all the time, but how it's not about you. It's about everybody else. And that your, your suffering muscle has been, you've, you've grown it. It's gotten so large that you can think selflessly you know, every, you're when you're awake, <laughs> you know, every time yeah. you're awake, you're thinking for everybody else. See, it doesn't matter. And honestly, when you brought up the, uh, your, the connection with the pain of the loss of your brother, you know, that the trauma that we have in our past, and this might be getting a little voodoo, but you also served your old self, bro. Like you, I, for me, in my past traumas, in my life, man, I've gotten to such a place that I can think back on anything that I'm embarrassed about that I've done. Experiences, traumas, guilt. Dude, and the confident me, my confident self, my real self, goes and just chokes those moments out. Like, just, it's crazy, bro. I don't have them anymore. I can think back in my past, and there's zero regret, zero trauma zero shame i don't know i don't understand it's almost like i can go back who i am now and relive those moments and be there for those people that i i wasn't there for i'm i'm there though i'm there now it's like it's all happening at once sounds insane but it is the best feeling <laughs> in the world the best feeling in the world because i know doesn't matter when time place how put me in coach it's happened and I see that I like you, dude, you were the one that it wasn't Kyle that got me waking up early, bro. It was Seth, bro. It was Seth that <laughs> got me waking up early. Just so you boys know, you know, that was it right there. Oh, man. So let's go. Yeah. When you, when you start taking a picture of your watch to hold yourself accountable every morning and you put it out there for the world to see shit, you better come with it. Cause <laughs> Cause they're going to be watching. I remember when I did that, I was like, Oh my God, what did I just do? The very first time I did that, I was just like, cause I wasn't a huge like social Forever. media, like post guy. I was just like, dude, I just put, I just put it out there to, to the world, like to, to the ether. It's out there. And now you better come with it, dude. You better show up every day. And, and, and man, it's just, and again, you don't have to do, you don't pick up at three thirty, four o'clock every morning. I think that gets, I think that gets taken out of context sometimes. And I've, and I've had people approach me, you know, who, who, you know, 
following and stuff. And they're like, dude, so what's up with the program? So I got to wake up at four. And I'm like, no, you don't. But what is expected is when you wake up, you're intentional and you're purposeful in what you're going to do. And you maximize that time as soon as you wake up, as soon as you wake up, it's, it's being intentional. That's, that's the number one thing that people forget. Okay. You woke up. Anybody can wake up. I'm, I'm not a morning person. I'm not. It, it's, it's hard. It's no morning at four o'clock is easy. And I used to, and I still sometimes have to wake up throughout the middle of the night with, you know, with another family business that we have. And, and, you know, sometimes I'm up at one thirty, two thirty, and then at four, it's like, Oh, there's the alarm as I'm driving back home. But you know, so when somebody says, oh, you're just a morning person, I can't do that. Dude, nobody's a morning person at 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the morning. The people that are doing it are exercising discipline. They're a disciplined person. That's it. It's not because they enjoy waking up for the sake of waking up. They're waking up because that discipline sets them up for the rest of the day. Again, man, you, like Kyle says, you wake up and that's the hardest thing in the world to do for that day. You go and you do the hardest, you make your workout the hardest thing you're going to do for that morning. It sets your day up unlike any other day that you're ever going to have. And even on the harder days, the hardest of days, dude, I was so broke off the other day, worse than I was at the bottom of my first cut. I was just like absolutely hammered. And I was like, looked at the watch and I was like, oh shit, it's Tuesday. I got legs and jujitsu today. Okay here we go dude the rest of the day the rest of the week was like all right what do you got what do you got like i mean just hammer it pile it on pile it on because there's nothing that when you're intentional of what you're going to do and you make it non-negotiable that word gets thrown out thrown around a lot but when you make it non-negotiable and you truly believe right here it's non it's a non-negotiable thing it does not matter. The rest of everything will start to fall into place if you are open to it and you're vulnerable and you're vulnerable to take it. You have to be vulnerable to take it and you have to be intentional in what you're doing. Fire. Anybody got any questions for Big Seth? Seth, the OG, has uh, he's built quite the deep well of wisdom. So feel free to pick his brain right now, Mr. Justin Copen. Hey, Seth. So a uh, question for you. You talked about um, – it sounds like you've, you've got a pretty big uh, spiritual kind of connection. I, I was just kind of wondering, did, did you feel like you had that spirituality – before superhuman fathers or do you feel like superhuman fathers gave you a better connection to whatever spirituality you had before or kind of created one for you? You know, you said you wake up, you have your little prayer every single morning and you know, the, the um, how, do you feel like that's like increased? How did you connect with spirituality uh, compared to before and after? So, um, what superhuman, what, what superhuman fathers did for me with that is it opened the door and it, 
let me access the vulnerability to look further into it. So, I mean, I grew up in church traditionally. Um, my mom is um, very active in the church. Um, I don't go to church every Sunday. Um, I've always been a believer. I've always, I've always um, explored the different um, parameters of that. Um, what it's allowed me to do is to get more comfortable getting further into, um, further into, into my spirituality. So it's not something I would say I've been ashamed of, but it's something I've always been like, Oh, well, man, that's, that's my, that's my thing. I don't need to go out and I don't need to, you know, uh, you know, prophesize to people and I don't need to, you know, get up on the pedestal and, and start telling everybody what the deal is. It's, if anything, it's allowed me again, it's allowed myself to be vulnerable to explore further and, and to really accept, um, to, to accept Jesus into my heart and, and to be comfortable with it and to be comfortable with it. Um, so, I mean, I've, I get up, I read a devotional every day and it's a devotional that my mom gave to me 10 years ago. <laughs> and it was so funny, you know, a year ago I said, I said, mom, I cracked open the devotional. She's like, Oh, did you get a new one? I said, Oh no, it's one you gave me like 10 years ago on Christmas. She's just like, Hey, I'm glad you, I'm glad you opened it. It's something that's, that's definitely opened up, um, my mind opened up my soul to, to explore, um, deeper, um, and more, again, more intentional and not just kind of go through it, not just say, Hey, yeah, this is my belief this is what I do. It's actually like, I'm doing it intentionally to, um, elevate my mind and elevate my soul. That was, that was a great question. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Love, uh, love it. Well, we're getting close, guys. Any other comments, questions? All I have to say is, Seth, thank you, man. I When I first talked to you, man, I, I, I didn't know what I had. To, to offer I doubted myself so uh, you're kind of the key to all of this man <laughs> the OG uh, like you gave me a, a canvas for me to find out what I was capable of. Man, I, I <laughs> Kyle, man, it's again, it's, um, I, I'm forever in debt. What you've done for me and my family is, is I, I, there is no price that could ever be put on it. 
I would literally fall on the sword for you, man. No, my wife. No question. My my wife, my kids. God, there's you don't have to be in the same area code to experience and feel a real bond. And man, you're I mean, superhuman fathers is a brotherhood. Absolutely. You have gone above and beyond and done more for me in the year that we've met. You've challenged me more in the year that we've known each other than people that have been in my circle for 20 plus years. And that is something that is irreplaceable. That is something that is once in a lifetime. You know, it's so being in, you know, fifth generation funeral, funeral business, legacy gets thrown around a lot. That word gets thrown around a lot. You know, what, what is, what's the legacy of this person? What do they leave behind? You know, what was their influence on people? What was their influence on, on, you know, the people they love, the people they worked with. And I can tell you, my friend and my brother, your legacy, it will go down in the books. It will go down in the books and I will be there. I will be there with you to cheer you on and to thank you for responding to the random text to helping me literally pull me out of the hole that I was in and helping me see the world and my family in a light that I never, ever imagined was possible. Thank that you. Sphere of influence. It just travels, man. Thank you. Let, Thank you. Let, let me tell you all this. All this is, is living in alignment so that you're connected to truth and then living a life of integrity and dependability. All of you have the same power to do what Seth and I did together. And in this case, it was for him. And I've had others do that for me. And Seth now has done that for others. You see how this works? You see why we say this is not about you? You see how you attach deep spiritual meaning to your daily habits and decisions down to, should I eat that pizza that's out of my macros? <laughs> like, you see now, if you catch that vision, it's, it's not a burden anymore. It's, it's like a blessing of knowledge and understanding of how living in alignment will ultimately change the lives of those around you. Let's go. God, I was waiting like five minutes to say that. That was so good. Ryan's Ryan's Tourette. <laughs> We're just like, he's trying to hold yes. it in. He's like, I don't want to interrupt. <laughs> Ox, hit it, bro. Ox has got something. Seth, that was beautiful. Absolutely. And before Ox speaks real quick, all these guys here, you had a direct effect on – Kyle would not have had the confidence – Honestly, you pushed me in my transformation, Seth. I would not have the confidence either. Like, these guys are all affected by what you did. And that will go on to all of them. 
because, dude, I want thousands. I want thousands. This group Put it coming, bro. Yeah, bro. Together, I just will be un- will be unstoppable, unstoppable force for good. Savage, dangerous, relentless fathers and men that are the most loving, patient, serviceable humans on this planet. Let's go. 100%. All right, Ox. 100%. Ox, get it. Big Ox. I just wanted to say on behalf of all of us, thank you. Thank you for being the spark in Kyle's life to show that he could do this on a bigger scale than he ever dreamed. Because of you working with Kyle and Kyle's passion for what he does, you both have changed all of our lives. And just like you said, thousands will come because of that. So just for me personally, thank you for taking a chance on Kyle, lighting that fire. This has changed me forever, man. So thank you. Good job, man. Thank you, Ox. Thank you. Let's end it there. I hope you enjoyed this transformation from superhuman fathers. And one thing I want you to know is that anyone can do this. Yes, even you. Go to superhumanfathers.com and apply for the brotherhood right now. Next time on Superhuman Fathers Transformation Podcast. I started getting defensive, like, well, and then I'm like, okay, hold on. All right, I got, she's scared. She's nervous. She's got anxiety. How about this? I'll I'll get a, uh, an appointment with the doctors. So I got one the next day. You wanted to hear that it, somebody in the medical field said, you're okay, you're not going to die. And uh, so I did that. So that's how I dealt with it. And she was like, okay, okay. 